0: Well, this is it. The moment that you've all been waiting for that you didn't know was going to happen. (laughs) We have compiled some of our most embarrassing performance stories. That's right. So please enjoy this collection, this first part to our collection, I should say, of embarrassing stories about performing and gigging. It's pretty funny. Uh, I think you'll have a laugh (laughs) with it. It's really good. Welcome, welcome to the Crash Rhythm Play It Forward podcast. My name is Hillary, and as you just heard, uh, this is going to be our first part to embarrassing performance stories. Uh, so I've uh, compiled some stories from a bunch of people who have been on the podcast before, a bunch of Junkline members, and um, they're pretty good, so I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, to kick it off, though, I'm going to tell one of my most embarrassing stories, and um Good. Uh, the, the good thing is no one's here right now to laugh at me. So I'm just going to tell it and uh, I know you're all going to be laughing at me from afar. Uh, I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast before, then you've heard some of uh, my most embarrassing story, which is what's about uh, me playing Silent Night on the guitar at my church and absolutely bombing it. Um, but uh, this week, I'm going to tell you a different story. So this took place. Um, at, actually, it was my favorite performance I've ever done, too. So that really just rubs some salt in the wound. Uh, was the Just for Laughs Festival in Toronto, and the Teen Tour band Drumline went out to uh, to perform with another drumline from Quebec. So this drumline, uh, their their shtick was that they dressed up as clowns and that they went on a massive like 50 feet in the air, 60 feet in the air. I don't have a great uh, you know measurement for for height. But it was really high up. It's a big mobile, like a mobile, I should say, for kids. Like, like in, you know, you see on top of a bassinet. But it was giant. So they would wear their drums. And I should say, these were just drum set drums attached to them at the waist with a belt. And they would go up into this massive thing. And they would drum. They were mic'd, obviously. And they would drum up top. So what they did is they hired us to be kind of like their um, accompaniment, in a, in a way, on the ground. So uh, what the gig involved is at night, it was at night, it was two nights. It was the Saturday night and the Sunday night, I believe, or the Friday, Saturday, whatever it was. And our drumline was also dressed up like clowns. Full face makeup, like the most ridiculous outfits. It was so much fun. And we would march down the street um, playing the songs that they had written um, down to Young and Dundas Square, where we would then go up on stage and we would perform on stage while they were up in the air. And we had them monitored into us so that we would play together and all that. So I was section leader at the time, which meant that um, I was kind of like, he called me chief. So I was the chief of our drum line, which meant that I called all of the songs using a whistle. So I had a whistle in my mouth and I would blow the different patterns in the whistle and that would signal the songs we were going to play. So we practiced this. We had m- tons of rehearsals for this, uh, in- including two rehearsals at Young and Dundas. Um, So we're all psyched. We're in the makeup. We're ready to go. Here we are. It's nighttime. We're standing there. We're ready to to step off, you know, getting a signal like we're going to start. And right when we're about to start, somebody who is, you know, with the festival, pulls and lights a flare to alert everybody that we are stepping off and that this is where the excitement's happening. But in the moment where he pulled and released the flare a piece of the ember flew off and hit me right in the eye. Uh, And immediately the waterworks are happening, right? My eyes watering like crazy and I'm so distracted by it. I'm I'm still calling the songs, but in between like the rhythms, I'm like reaching up into my eye to try to get this thing out. And if you see photos from my first performance on the Friday night versus my second performance on the Saturday night, you'll see on the Friday that I have no makeup around one of my eyes because it was all cried out from this piece of flare that got caught in it. And it was stuck in there for the entire performance. So even when we marched down the street, we got up on stage. I remember looking next to me to my friend and he looked at me like, whoa, are you all right? <laughs> and I was just crying. It was fine. Uh, and then the next, next day went much smoother, but it was just this huge hype to getting an ember in my, my eye. So there you go. There's the kickoff story. The first embarrassing story of this collection. Do they get worse? Some of them do. Some of them are pretty bad. Uh, so so stay tuned and listen to some of our most embarrassing stories. Hi, Michael. Hey, Hillary. How's it going?
1: Going really well. It's a beautiful day and the sun is shining.
0: Oh, I love that. It is beautiful after massive thunderstorms. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to have another sunny day, even though it was Absolutely. great for the plants.
1: Yep. Oh, trust me, the lawn needed it. Yeah,
0: the lawn <laughs> needed it. I'm an I'm an adult yeah. now, so I say those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> you have an embarrassing story for us.
1: I do. Uh, so it was uh, probably in my second year of university, playing in the uh, wind orchestra ensemble for Wilfrid Laurier. Um, we had been it was of course, uh, as most embarrassing stories are, it's on the actual time of the, the concert that you're playing it. Um, so beforehand uh, you know during rehearsals and everything there there was a difficult uh, transition where I had to have a lot of uh, you know the drums, the tom-toms and, and even the, the cymbals kind of moved to create this setting. So uh, it started out where it, you know, it was a bigger transition where I didn't have a whole lot of time to do it. Um, but I did manage, to uh, to get them kind of there. However, um, the conductor started uh, conducting. Now it was a, it was a student conductor that was kind of guesting on this song. So he started conducting and I wasn't even set up yet. So oh. you know, that kind of threw me off. So I, I was there, but that's not the embarrassing part. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I get to there and then, you know, the piece is finished and I was a little bit kind of thrown off for that. So it's like, okay, okay. You know, this next piece, uh, I'm going to be playing the timpani on. So, um, of course, I, I go over the symphony, I make sure I'm in tune, get that all ready. And, you know, I make, you know, darn well sure that I'm ready on, you know, beat number one when, uh, you know, the conductor starts, that I'm going to be ready for this. Um, so we kind of, you know, the piece starts, I'm all in tune, and I start playing along, and it's, it's perfect. And it's in uh, three, four time. So kind of reading, reading along, and kind of following with it. Um, and then, you know, in my head, I'm, I'm reading along and, and going through, it's about three pages, the, the whole piece for the part. And I get to be um, just at the bottom of the first page, and the piece is finished. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, what? What happened there? <laughs> and I don't know how I missed it, but <laughs> it wasn't actually in three, four, it was it was in three, four, but it was conducted in one. Yes. <laughs> so every ah. single one she's going, she's like, one, two, three, one. And in my head, I'm like one, two, three, two, but really, three. yeah. So I get to that and I, I just make eye contact with the conductor. And, you know, I know and she knows, but I had the wherewithal to actually end at the same part, so it was all together oh my gosh but, uh, but definitely not uh not a shining moment for my uh <laughs> <history>. <laughs> i uh, i like
0: i just what but you would have practiced
1: it i so did but you know what i think it was the fact that i was so you were just so thrown off, right well with starting kind of without on beat number one with the last piece yeah so i guess when i get into that i i was just concentrated to try to do that and you know what I'm gonna darn well make sure my counting is right on, like everything is on the on the zone for it, and you know. I, be,
0: I bet that like more often than not, what you played fit the piece.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it was fairly it was fairly tonal. So as long as I had the yeah. one and the and the five kind of in there, it worked. Right, um, like you are,
0: you are you're tuned to the right key. Yeah. So really. Oh boy, I was
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> it's that. Just idea. not really-
0: getting getting to the end of the first page and just being like, oh. Um, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there it is. Well, and, uh, okay, very good. I- I've had those moments, yeah. too. Like, in rehearsal, I've definitely oh. had those moments, where, especially yeah. when I played a piece correctly, and then I come mm-hmm. back, like, the next rehearsal, and then I play, and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. How is everyone yeah. there? And I'm like, how? Exactly. What- oh, I see. And I'm like, oh, I see what I, I- did. I see. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and you know, that's that's fine in rehearsal, too, but... <laughs> yeah. And the, the big concert when everybody's there It was, a, it was definitely a little daunting, but uh, you know, shook it off, went on, played the played the following pieces, and we absolutely killed it. So, so it ended up working out. It's just one of those, one of those things where you know, you know, <laughs> making extra notes on your paper are always good. Right, With of course. Pencil, bring, out
0: your <laughs> bring your actually, it's it's great you say that because last week's episode, James Dobigan and I talked about rehearsal etiquette. Mm. And one of the things we talked about was bringing a pencil. And another thing that I talked about was, um, if you're a conductor, give your percussionists time to set up between pieces.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So there you go.
0: So you, you hit two of those things in this story. Two of those things. Wow. And not was- only did I hit
1: two of those things, I I also didn't hit as much of the Tiffany as I
0: should. Yes, of course. <laughs> I love the idea <laughs> of you hitting exactly one third of all the notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. If it's in three, four, it's in cut thought where it's and, all directed in the uh, one.
0: It's also three pages and you only played one.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, the math checks out, but that's the about math everything. The really <laughs> checks out, yeah.
0: Oh, man. And like, uh, si- you know, similar similar situations too with like repeats. Like, I'll be playing and I'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. And, and I'm like, oh, and there's clearly a, a huge change in the feel here, right? I'm like, and here we go. and Whoa, where's everyone else? What happened?
3: Yeah.
4: And
0: was just like, um, okay. And then I look down and go, oh, my gosh, there's a repeat there. Yikes. Ugh. Get yep. your pencil out. <laughs> Here we get, go. Get yep. the and pencil usually, out. And usually,
1: you know, and get the pencil out in rehearsal. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah, this <laughs> is not about, a performance. 100%. This is not a performance trick. Don't no, want to impress your friends with this one.
0: No, no, no. But, yeah, dude, do, do not. Can you imagine in the middle of a performance, just be like, oh, missed that. Stop playing. Get your pencil. Mm. <laughs> make a note. Exactly. Like, you're never going to play the
1: music Exactly. <laughs> the time has passed. <laughs> the time's passed.
0: Oh, man. That's uh, awesome. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. thoroughly, uh, I think not only embarrassing, but super relatable.
1: Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where it was a bit quietly embarrassing because there wasn't a whole lot of attention drawn to it. You know, I knew. Yes. Obviously, members of the orchestra knew. But, uh, you know, the audience were, you know, kind of blissfully ignorant of that, yes. of that fact. So it worked out well.
0: Oh, well, that's good. That is good. (laughs) Hi, Malcolm. Hey, Hillary. (laughs) Okay, tell me your embarrassing story.
4: So the first one comes from uh, when I was playing with, like, an entertainment drumline, and the guy who was running it, let's call him uh, Jeff yeah we we, uh we were practicing this like blue devils spree that was like a triplet based kind of spree and we're playing it super well super well in rehearsal and like i was totally killing it and then when we got to the gig like everything got turned on its head like we didn't change our uniforms for some reason like everything was like super weird from like the moment we got to this gig it was some like indoor drumline show or something like that and jeff kept like, we, we walk out to, like, do this thing, and then it starts out with this spree, and then, like, everyone else plays, like, some things together. So, it's just me and him playing this. And he keeps counting it in in eighth notes.
0: Oh, oh, no.
4: Yeah. And, like, at the time, like, my brain was not, like, couldn't handle the difference between eighth notes and triplets. So, okay. like, he counted in the first time, and, like, I just, I totally blew it. I played, like, a few notes, and I was, like, I broke. And I was, like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, don't worry, man. Don't worry about it. It's all good. And then he counts it in eighth notes again. And then, like, the same thing happens. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm the one that looks like an idiot here. Like, stop. stop yeah, stop this.
0: that. Please stop that. He's like, "Ah,
4: oh, no, don't worry about it. It's all good. And he's, like, laughing it off like a joke. And then he, counts it in, like, he counted it in eighth notes, like, four times. And then I think, like, it would have been, like, the fifth time. I can't remember if he just went to triplets or if I just figured it out. But it was, like, one of those things, like, how could you throw me under the bus like that? I think vi- <laughs> there's a video of it out there, too, actually. Oh, my God. Well, I'd
0: love to see that.
4: Yeah. It's, uh the look
0: on your face like, wait, what? Da-da-da- wait, what?
4: <laughs> I know. Like, it was one of those things, like, and looking back, it like, you know, oh, that's easy. No problem. You can easily just, it, you know, counting the eighth notes and play triplets, not a big deal, but I but, guess. Like, so uh, this, that's
0: the whole, like, point of, it, it's like, it doesn't matter how good you are. That's how you should be doing it.
4: <laughs> yeah, Totally. And it doesn't it was, matter how
0: much you understand the difference between duple and triple. like
4: Yeah. And it, it just, you're, do, you're not doing anyone any favors. <laughs> yeah, it was so annoying because, like, I, I played it super well and I knew that I could play it well, but I couldn't even start it before screwing up. <laughs> God. Well, that, one, that one will always go down as, like, uh, a soft spot in my heart.
0: Yeah, where you just, like, the, the traumatic memory of being super ready to play something... The, like, the, the feeling of going out for a gig and, like, there's, th- there's something that I, those who, I, I truly believe this, those who have never performed in a drumline don't know the feeling of, like, coming out ready to play and just being, like, badass. Yeah, it's great. It, there, you know what I mean? And there's just such a, like, huh, yeah, woo, right, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Then to, and then to get that count in and then not play it correctly, it's just, like, come on on
4: <laughs> yeah and it would have been like right or it would have been like one of the first things I played in a performance that was like hard and like beefy had lots of flams and like right. hybrid stuff so I was and like you, I bet you worked hard, hard on it. it yeah I was ready to totally kill it yeah and then he just does that to me oh brutal.
0: <laughs> great story <laughs>
4: Um, so I have another story when I was marching Pacific Crest. We had okay. our preview show. So essentially we were like at this one school for two weeks, like learning the show. And then we had like the Pacific Crest preview show where it was pretty much I think there was like a few other groups performing, but like we were the headliners, right? Right. And the day of they told us like, okay, so we're gonna perform our show and then we're gonna pretty much immediately come back out and do a standstill of our show. And I thought just from the beginning that that was kind of weird, but we didn't like fully practice everything. We kind of like practice how we we're going to get on. And then we just kind of played a couple things and, like that was it. And I was like, okay, like, is this all we're doing or, or what? And then we, you know, we do our real show and then we go up to the standstill, like for the performance. And like, we start to do the ballad and like, we hadn't done like the transition from like our second movement to our ballad, like we didn't do it in standstill and the way that they did it in the, in the standstill was like way different from our show because like in the show, like the drum line just sat there for like, you know, a hundred counts or something right. like that and didn't do anything. Then they like counted it in. And like, I remember like so vividly, like so strong coming sticks out and just like attacking this buzz roll super hard. But I was like two counts early. <laughs> 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 no and I just like I I just played two casts of the buzzer and I'm like oh crap and then I just like waited for everybody else to come in and it was fine and it was one of those things like I I don't think anyone really noticed it's like, one of
0: those things where it's like if you're super confident with it everyone's gonna be like oh cool staggered entrance neat
4: <laughs> yeah exactly so and then after the show like you know we were all kind of huddled up talking about it. I'm like oh I totally blew that entrance like i came in two counts early and my c partner mark who like is on the other end of the snare line for me he's like hey i also came in two counts early oh nice <laughs> so
0: so it was a straight of a fact
4: <laughs> yeah i guess it would have just looked like a, a purposeful thing but it was like because i remember that was like our first performance too and um that was like my first year doing like right. war, war class so i was like super nervous and i thought i just totally crapped the to bed but i guess uh I guess I just added a cool little effect to the show that only and was I, in that show.
0: And I could just see your like music director be like, Oh my <gasps> God. And he just getting out a notepad being like, start buzzbowl two <laughs> beats early to play. It's genius. It's genius. genius. <laughs> it's
4: like the math like floating by and stuff. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> Oh my God. It just, it finishes the piece. Uh, it's what I've been missing.
4: Passes out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so great. Oh, it's just like, I want people to also know that like, that kind of uh, performance is really about perfection.
4: <laughs> totally, absolutely. So, if it's not perfect, you're done. so
0: that's what makes it even. I mean, you weren't being like um, uh, like adjudicated or anything, but no. still, like no. that's so funny.
4: Yeah, and like at least it happened then, like first show of the season, and not any any other time. Right. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty good one, and it's just like it was. It was so wacky that Mark. Also happened to come in because, like, he was the guy I was sitting next to on the bus, so like him and I were kind of tight, and uh, it was it was just one of those things. Like, what are the odds that two people, you know, you know, like?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think that's too too crazy because you know, there's obviously our the way that our brains react to music, like things are logical, right? right. And yeah, yeah. So I don't know, maybe like I don't I I don't know, and I'm not trying to say that this is the mistake you made, <laughs> but what if? there was like a two, four bar in there. And then the whole phrasing was screwed up in both your brains, you know, like, Oh,
4: maybe, yeah.
0: right. Like that is sometimes that's all it takes. Like I'm sure the fact that you both did it means that it was a logical Yeah. mistake. Yeah, yeah. I believe in that. And yeah. I want you to believe in that.
4: Okay. <laughs> just so uh, it doesn't keep me up at night anymore. Yeah,
0: exactly. I want you to sleep tonight for the first time in five years.
4: <laughs> I'm going to sleep like a baby.
0: <laughs> well, thanks Malcolm. Those are great stories.
4: No problem. Thanks for having me on Hillary.
0: All right. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Hi Megan Hello and Welcome to the podcast Megan is actually our number one fan Which is very exciting You've listened to every single episode Wow true. Which I, th- I don't know if we can call you our number one fan Because you're a Junkline member It seems like it's, you know we're working a bit uh, We've got like a person on the inside But I still think you, you could be our number one fan
2: I still learn something every time. Well, that's great
0: because you are actually an educated musician. So that's awesome that you're learning things as well (laughs) as those who maybe don't know anything about music. That's awesome. Okay. So you have an embarrassing story for us.
2: Yes. Well, it's my, my favorite John (gasps) Klein memory. When I think back about some of the uh, fun opportunities that I've had because of John Klein. And so this one is in November of 2017. And (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. I'm we... super excited. <laughs> and um, so Laurier and Western University went to the Yates mm-hmm. Cup, uh, which was hosted or was a home game for Western University. So they had their marching band there and then the junk line uh, drove on out over to London uh, to Western to go to the football game and play in the stands on the Laurier side. And then at some point during halftime, the Western marching band director or student leader or whatever came over to the junk line and was like, so do you want to play with our marching band? And we were like, "Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, we we ended up like hauling the the garbage cans over to the Western to side and the marching band. <laughs> yes. And the, the marching band made a semicircle around us. And I hear this like high pitched like squeal. And I turn around and someone from my high school is in the marching band, oh, in the Western yeah. marching band. Yeah. She was playing clarinet, but she wasn't like, she still wanted to like, keep right. playing the clarinet, even though she wasn't a music major. So she was I in the marching totally band. I totally forgot about that. Super small world. Yeah. And then they made this like semicircle around us and started playing this song, and none of no. us knew it, but we just started playing with it. Then at one point, their one, I'm pretty sure it's their, their one drummer who's playing snare, and he just came up. Put his drum down and started playing mm. on the cans and then, so then obviously mike went over and played on right, the right. snare because you know it's a real drum <laughs> because why wouldn't we <laughs> yeah. take what you can get <laughs> yeah and it was like the coldest the coldest gig oh i can gosh. remember and i was the least prepared out of everyone that wasn't
0: your first everyone that wasn't your like, first gig was it
2: no it was my first winter one i think but i i think i it was in the, i was in the i joined in the fall of that right, year so like, so September. like pretty fresh so I would have yeah and so I wasn't ready for the cold and I also so everyone had like double layers you know like sweatpants to wear over the leggings and then to show the leggings off when it was time for <laughs> to play and stuff but I just had the leggings on the entire day and a sweater <laughs> and it was probably like oh it was
0: freezing it I was, remember I felt so bad for you yeah because I was like is it my fault? Yeah. Did I not prepare them enough, or like what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think about it. I was in yeah, first yeah, year. Enough. It wasn't
0: <laughs> just just starting to get used to yeah. living on your own.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I saw I saw the video again yeah. of it. And it's, it's, at, it's at about 800 views. Yeah, I know, eh? <laughs> and I was watching it, and I was like, my face is as red as the poppy that I'm wearing. Because that's how cold I was. <laughs> that was freezing. Probably a little purple, too. That was too. so Yeah, cold. it was a cold day. I remember how
0: cold that was. Actually, um, interesting thing about that, though, is the director for the Western uh, band, Quinn, he actually reached out to me before the game. And he like he messaged me on Facebook and was just like, hey, um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm reaching the right person. Are you in charge of the junk line? Because, you know, we're obviously playing your game. And it'd be really cool if you came and played with us during the game. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, that's 100 percent what we're about. So that's awesome. But I remember carrying our cans from our side to their side and being a little nervous that there was going to be some, you know, inebriated Western fans that might not be super happy with us. Um, but the band were awesome. They were so friendly and we had a blast playing with them. That was a lot of fun.
3: Hi, Matt. Hey, Hillary.
0: Welcome to Embarrassing Storytime.
3: I'm so excited.
0: Uh, I can't wait. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's funny how some some people have been like, oh, I only have like one to pick from. I'm like, "Um, what?
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was a real selection process to whittle this down. So I picked one <laughs> of the more recent ones, really.
0: Oh, good. Oh, I, well, I'm, I'm super excited. All right. Tell away.
3: So this happened, I'm going to say it was three or four years ago, um, which feels recent, but I guess it is a while ago. Um, I was... Pl- playing with four one six beats at the time. Uh, we were the um, drumline for the Toronto Argos, and this was during their, um, like, Grey Cup winning season. So I believe we had gone into the playoffs already. This was, like, the second home game of the playoffs, and uh, they won, obviously, because they ended up winning the whole yeah. championship. And after the game, uh, we went out, and we were just, like, hyping up the crowd as they were leaving, playing um, some like my favorite part. tunes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, so much energy, so yeah, much yeah. fun. And uh, there was this one part in one of our songs where we had this stick fencing sort of thing. So we're playing 16th notes on the snare drum, and then in time you would like sword fight click sticks with one of the other snare drummers. Okay, and, all right. Yeah, so it's like some <laughs> sort of stick fencing. I'm sure you can kind of imagine what that would look like. Anyway, right. um, usually when we did the stick fencing, if we had the room to make it look even cooler, is we would like crab in a circle around one another yeah. kind of like we were uh, sort of in combat and we were just like so hyped up and all that sort of stuff. I was like really, really gunning it. And so was the other guy and we were stick fencing, all that sort of stuff. The crowd's loving it. And then all of a sudden I just like fall straight on my face and I don't know why my leg just like gave out from underneath me <laughs> and I, I go to pick myself up again and the same leg just like whew, kicks right back out from underneath me. Um, so I fell twice and <laughs> just in the middle of the song. And oh, it turns no. out that I slipped on someone's VIP pass that was in one of those right. laminated things that had fallen on the ground. It was like just the right spot on my it's foot. foot that I hit it. And it yeah. was like, you know, cartoon style. You step on a banana and you just like whew, fall right over.
2: Oh no. Um,
3: and Why? I'm pretty sure it's on video too. I, I don't know where oh. it is, but somebody has it on video because we had a couple gimbals going. Filming that whole thing.
0: <laughs> wow, I, I mean, I, this should be obvious, but falling wearing a drum is not fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love how hype that would have been too. Yeah. <laughs> there would have been so many people there.
5: Yeah, there was just like a I bet they doo-hoo. loved it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bit, yeah. Everybody's like, no, <laughs> and then the attempt to get up and fall again. Yikes.
4: And
3: that the- is rough, Matt. The, the, the crazy thing was, is like, I had no idea what had happened because you're in the moment and like, you're thinking about timing and it's like, okay, I got to pull off this visual and I'm running around and something just like totally takes you right out. I, had, <laughs> it was such a shock. <laughs> it was definitely an embarrassing moment that I laughed about later, but at the time it was like, Ooh. Ooh,
0: no. <laughs> can oh, no, I can yeah, believe be that just
3: happened. happened in front of all these people.
0: Yikes. So yeah, you know what? I, bet, I truly bet they loved it and they went home and they told people about it.
3: And there, there was actually a, a victor in the fencing too. One of the one of the two uh, combatants went down, right? So, there,
0: yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. It actually had the ending that the people wanted, that's which right. was someone <laughs> falling over at the at the mercy of a fencing match.
3: Yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> the drum stopped my fall a little bit, but it was not a uh, not a pleasant experience. No, I bet it. I bet it
0: wasn't. No. <laughs> hi james
5: hey hillary
0: <laughs> so you have an embarrassing story for us
5: apparently i do apparently i do i'm not I shocked it's a, i only have one short one because i'm a, a pretty perfect guy so right. <laughs> i'm just kidding Which, which is
0: truthfully kind of shocking because you work with electronics a lot and we all know electronics they they ha- they can fall apart at the at the one incorrect patch cord placement
5: oh my goodness i mean <laughs> i was i i there was a couple curse words that were said this afternoon from uh <laughs> messing around with a pedal i'll just say that <laughs> so i'm shocked i'm shocked you only have one story but anyways i can't so wait embarrassing. to hear it. okay well i got many embarrassing stories in life but <laughs> on the subject on the subject regarding music performance mm-hmm. um there's a particular one now this happened when i was a kid so uh i don't know if that really counts yeah it does. but i'm gonna i'm gonna drag my brother into this one yes. if that's all right good i'm he, not gonna mention his name
0: he deserves it oh i was just about to shout it out mitchell yeah who <laughs> <laughs> that terrible terrible person mitch
5: that terrible person that's mitch. what we all call yeah. him okay so <laughs> Me and Mitchell were wee lads. I was probably in grade 7. He was in grade 5. Both very, very amateur piano players. Yeah. Aspiring to be Elton John. Nah. We were nowhere close. Nowhere close. Uh, we were doing a duet of The Entertainer. You know, that old piano yeah. ragtime jig? Yeah. it's everyone's ringtone from
0: 2004 to 2008. That Nailed it.
5: Nailed it. Okay. Well, actually, you probably played it better than Young Mitch and I did (laughs) just now. So we're doing a duet and it's like a forehand kind of thing. And um, it was the school talent show where all embarrassing stories originate from. (laughs) And we had our aunts and uncles and my own piano teacher come to see Young Mitch and I play the entertainer. So we're playing and my brother and I, we can uh, we can really nail this tune. You know, it's a walk in the park. But uh, my brother and I were messing up come performance, and I was muttering under my breath, going, like, oh, Mitch, stop. Like, come on, <laughs> get together. Like, stop messing up, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was literally muttering this to him, like, whispering it to him as we're playing. <laughs> Little did I realize this whole piano was mic'd up. And this was... <laughs> Apparently, the apparently my banter was louder than the actual piano coming out of the uh, oh, speakers. Oh my gosh!
0: How have I yeah. never heard this story before? This is amazing.
5: I'm surprised I haven't told you. Yeah. so... Wow. so and, and, and and you know my 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 kind words to Mitch didn't exactly uh make him pick up the pace or myself pick <laughs> up the pace either we just we crumbled and fell apart and I'm yelling at him and uh and I didn't hear any chuckles but apparently oh man apparently
0: <laughs> I, I bet your dad loved that
5: I, I bet you every dad loved that. <laughs> everyone probably walked out of town trail, like, yeah yeah young Billy can dance well and lip sync well but did you those kids those brothers just going those at brothers. it brothers but life, it was honestly just myself getting mad at my little brother oh, yeah, older I mean, brothers do. that's your job yeah well it's fine because now he's younger and now he gets mad at me you know we kind of trade off yeah 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 brothers <laughs> brothers <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do wow that's what an
0: incredible do? story
5: and to this day we have never performed four-handed entertainer <laughs> live ever again
0: that's gonna be like uh like if you guys ever have a massive falling out i'll be like boys just sit down and play
5: <laughs> and it'll bring yes, you back Since that day, my brother and I compare ourselves to Oasis, but. uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I want you to be like the White Stripes. (laughs) Wait, didn't they they break up too? They did break up.
5: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't like each other, but I I, I can't be certain. I can't be certain about
0: that. But this is why because they keep the duets tear siblings apart. This is the message.
5: (laughs) (laughs) This is the message. This is the message. If you ever think, yeah, my sibling and I should play together. So just don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible message. That's a horrible
0: message. Really. If you can't, like, I would I would argue that the best people to do duets with are probably your siblings because it doesn't even matter if you get mad at each other. You're still going to have to love each other at the end of the day.
4: Yeah, you
5: have to. You
0: have to. You have to. You have to. You have to, you have to, you have to, to keep Ma happy. Man, that's such a great story. I'm so happy you told that one. What a beauty. I can't believe
5: I, I, can't believe I haven't told you. Honestly, yet. I'm
0: shocked. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and uh, I was, needless to say, I'm I'm 27 now and I'm not Elton John, so...
0: Well, (laughs) neither is Mitch. (laughs) Neither is Mitch. (laughs) So there you have it. Part one of our embarrassing stories. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you experienced a little bit of secondhand embarrassment from these stories. Um, I really appreciate everybody sharing them. No matter who you are, if you're a performer, you've had a story like this, right? It's just a part of of being a performer. Not everything goes right all the time. Uh, And at least when you have something where you haven't prepared properly, it teaches you to prepare better in the future, right? So there's a bit of a learning experience as well. Uh, As I said before, this is only part one. So look for part two next week. We got even more embarrassing stories. We've just got such a deep, deep pool of stories to pull from. (laughs) So please enjoy that next week. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, read the blog on our website, and of course, listen to our podcasts weekly, or at least as weekly as I can possibly make them. (laughs) All right, we'll see you all next week. Bye.